This is a GRDC podcast. Hello, I'm Tony Crowley. On a frosty late winter's morning in Wagga Wagga, southern New South Wales, I caught up with Dr Rajneet Uppal, a plant physiologist with the Department of Primary Industries Agricultural Institute. Rajneet has a number of frost-related projects underway, including a jointly invested GRDC New South Wales DPI pilot project. In a very novel approach, which is also a world first, mobile shelters resembling a cabana on wheels are placed over small canola plots just before sunset and then removed after dawn. Exposed plots can then be compared to these protected plots to assess and quantify frost damage in canola. Expect to hear more about that project soon. One of the most economically damaging frosts are spring frosts, so it was a good time to ask Rajneet about how best to identify frost damage and recommendations for minimising frost risk. As mentioned, there had been a frost this particular morning, and certainly not the first this season. So far we had 26 frost events here, um, out of which three were um, about uh, minus four or below minus four, and six were close to minus three, and the rest were um, between minus one to minus two. So lots of uh, good data for you. Yeah, that's what we're hoping this year. And our purpose today really is to discuss frost identification. So let's talk about what growers should be doing if there's been a frost event, what would you say would be the first steps? Yeah, the first step is to look at the weather data. Uh, if there's a temperature around two degrees or below that in the Stevenson's green or by Bureau of Meteorology prediction, um, there's a good chance you get a frost event in, a, in your crop depending upon um, your paddock and different areas in the paddock. For example, look for the low-lying areas in your paddock. Sometimes uh, the temperature difference between the BUM prediction uh, and at your canopy level can be a couple of degrees to several degrees um, uh, below than the BUM reading. Where do you think it's a potential frost event? Go have a look in your paddock, tag a few plants, and then after uh, a week or so, just go back again and look for uh, the damage and uh, do some assessments uh, by opening the pods and checking the crop growth stages and looking for the damage. Now, damage can happen at various stages throughout the uh, plant's growth cycle. So let's start early. And uh, what would be typical damage in a younger canola crop? Uh, you're right, actually. Uh, canola is susceptible to frost damage right from the late bud stage to uh, the grain filling stage. Uh, so if your crop is at the um, bud stage, uh, the best way is to look at the bud discoloration. Uh, so bud colour changes from green to creamish white. Uh, look for that. Um, but if your crop is at a uh, flowering stage, uh, which means early flowering, uh, look for uh, pot abortion and loss of petals uh, in the in in those in the inflorescence. Also check for the twisted inflorescence. Sometimes sphere frost can cause uh, twisted inflorescence, uh, which, which are obviously um, one of the um, most uh, significant symptoms of frost. But if your crop is uh, at the light flowering, um, so pods are already developing and um, you know, grain filling has started, your pods are um, around two centimeters or longer than that, 
um, then go and check for your damage like missing pods, uh, pod color changes from green to yellow, tiny pods, distorted pods, sometimes white speckling and blistering on the pods uh, which are like extending pods. Um, if your crop is uh, crop has finished flowering or just close to finished flowering, um, then look for um, the pod damage. For that, just open your pods uh, and look for the healthy as well as frosted grain. Uh, so healthy grain look green and plump, whereas frosted grain is shriveled and whitish in 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 the color. I think the most detrimental effects are from the spring frost um, at the grain filling stage uh, when because the grain yield formation happens as well as all quality is being determined. Uh, so having frost stress um, at the grain filling stage when there are no flowers left, so that means no new pods will be formed. Um, so that affects grain yield and quality in a bigger way um, than if you have a stress at early flowering and there's a lot of opportunity to compensate from, um, from new developing flowers. So a grower goes out, he sees some damage which he thinks could be frost damage, but is it any guarantee that that might be the only reason he's seeing some symptoms? Uh, for, for looking for the um, frost symptoms, the first thing is look for the weather conditions. You're right, uh, heat stress uh, effects as well as drop stress effects, uh, they look pretty similar to the to the frost stress so it's important to check the weather conditions for example if you have a um, 31 degrees um, for a few days um, that would be the heat wave um, and that um, adversely affect canola as well and if you have a dry seasonal conditions they, there's a dry finish um, that would have a similar sort of effect as frost so it's better to look for the weather conditions to relate to that um, secondly, some biotic stresses such as aphids. Um, you'd see some similar sort of uh, pod yellowing um, and dead pods, uh, but that, but you would also see aphids uh, on the entire plant or at some parts of the plants um, to confirm that this is from the aphid damage. Um, and secondly, from sclerotonium, uh, for that you would see some lesions on the stem as well as on the leaves and some fungal growth to differentiate that this is not a frost event, this is um, a disease uh, outbreak. How about chemical damage? Can we see some uh, changes to seed development as, a, as an example? Uh, I think uh, because of the chemical, the desiccation damages can occur, uh, but the timing of spray is important and keeping that record, um, that way you can relate back that whether that was because of the chemical desiccation or is it a frost event. Now, what would be recommendations that you would make finally uh, as to what growers should do to be prepared for a frost event and uh, to check to see whether or not they have been frosted and how badly and then what they might do as a consequence? Uh, yeah, the first thing is the pre-season uh, preparations which includes uh, look for the low-lying area in your paddock and also put some data loggers in your paddock to check um, to record the temperature and uh, that would give you better indication that which are the low-lying area where you can expect a temperature drop and uh, uh, the potential side for the frost event uh, in your paddock. And the second thing is um, your tactical adjustments such as crop choice and your variety choice and then you adjusting adjust your phenology 
uh, for having optimal uh, flowering windows as well as uh, change inputs depending upon the seasonal um, conditions. Dr. Rajneet Uppal from New South Wales DPI and you can find the GRDC Frost Identification Guide for Canola and Pulses online and a frost identification video on GRDC's YouTube channel. Both links are in this podcast's show notes. I'm Tony Crowley. Thanks for listening. <music>